Alan Mead is a dentist with too much time on his hands and too much recording equipment in his basement. Armed with an obsession to bring entertaining and informative content to the dental world in a way that's never been done before, I give you the Alan Mead Experience. Well, hello and welcome to the Alan Mead Experience. My name is Alan Mead. I am a dentist, podcaster, and homebody. I say that uh, with some very specific thoughts in mind that I'm going to give you. I am alone this evening. Uh, I am riffing on my very own. i got quite a few things I want to cover with you. The first thing I want to cover is I want to thank Premier Dental Products for uh, supporting this in every episode of the Alan Mead Experience. Inspired solutions for daily dentistry. And what I'm talking to you about today is a product of theirs that I use daily. Like almost every every procedure where a burr is spinning in my office, where the handpiece is making that noise, I'm using Premier products. I use their Solo Diamonds almost exclusively. Uh, and what's really crazy, I'm looking at the website right now. I will put it up uh, on the show notes. But you can just Google Premier Dental Solo Diamonds, and it'll bring you to the same page. Bottom line, they have they have to have the, the most wide selection of burrs, disposable burrs. It's unreal. Just really, really good. Uh, the quality is really good. Top notch, all of it. But better than that, if you compare prices, uh, it's actually less expensive than a lot of the other uh, single-use diamonds on the market. So it's it's really cool. We're getting a great product. It's also the least expensive. I'm a huge fan of pretty much all of what they've got here. And um, the the problem is when you look at the website, you see how many different burrs they have, and you think to yourself, ooh, I'm going to try one of those. And, and the bugger of it is, is they're actually inexpensive enough that you really probably could Try them out, ones that you, you think might be useful. But I think my favorite right now is the Operative Solo Diamond, which is it's much like the inverted pair that I used to use, but it's slightly narrower. Oof, very good. You can, uh, it's kind of, they've got two of them that are round-tipped. One of them is kind of square-tipped, but um, just love these things. And uh, there's nothing better than, like, opening one of those buggers out of an envelope before you ever start, so there's no question as to whether or not this burr has been through the sterilizer or not. You know, like, you know how ineffective burrs that have already gone, gone through the sterilizer can feel. So this is great. This is really good stuff. Uh, Premier has been doing Solo Diamonds for, I don't know, it's, they've been out for a little while. And I've used a lot of brands of these over the past. And uh, i got to tell you, Premier's got the best ones. So again, thank you for supporting the show. Go check out Solo uh, Single Use Diamonds, Inspired Solutions for Daily Dentistry. So here's what I've been up to. Uh, this last weekend, um, I was out in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, Dr. David Clark and his BioClear group having a, were having a summit. They called it the BioClear Learning Center Summit. It's going to be biannual, although I'll bet you it's not going to be too long before they do it every year. But um, they had basically alumni who've taken the BioClear courses all show up, and they had a bunch of good speakers, uh, a bunch of good speakers, but also they had a lot of the people who have taken the classes came and showed their own cases so it was it was part like continuing education extravaganza and part sort of uh, come to Jesus meeting. It was really cool. Like basically all these people that took the – we could all pat each other on the back for, for learning this technique and how we're using it in our offices. It was really good. It's a really good course. Um, I had some really cool surprises. Uh, I met some people that I've known uh, on Facebook just from a distance. 
uh, some of them were speaking, and it was it was really cool. I, I I had a chance to interview kind of a dental hero of mine. I've been on Dental Town since about well, I think I started in two thousand two, and probably in the the mid two thousands, the mid aughts, if you will. There was this guy. Uh, if you if you're interested in endodontics at all, uh, you've probably heard of him. The guy's name is Doctor John Cotomy, and he's he's a real contrarian amongst endodontists. What's really cool is that. He honestly kind of cuts the restorative dentists a break. He's really tough on his own. He's tough on his own people. He's tough on endodontists. He feels like uh, there's a lot of things that endodontists do that that there's the evidence doesn't support. But but it was I just really enjoyed. He he spoke to us for probably hour hour and a half. He talked about patient centered outcomes versus doctor centered outcomes and process centered outcomes. And it was it was brilliant. It really was. I haven't heard anyone speak about this in quite the same way before. And what was really cool about it was, like, clearly he can he can give, you know, technical endodontics and, and tooth talks as much as anyone can. But he talked a lot about philosophy, and he talked a lot about being a doctor, and he talked about a lot about, uh, you know, why aren't we looking at outcomes instead of processes? Really cool. Anyhow, so, but he's been kind of a dental hero of mine because he was, he was on Dentaltown. Uh, his, his, uh, his handle was Ragnar or terrorist endodontist. He was tough. Oh man, was he tough. Like, like if you crossed him, you were really going to get it up and down. And and it was really cool to meet him in person. I mean, I had met him a couple times. I, he didn't remember me, but I actually had a chance to podcast with him. And this was really cool. I guess I bring up this whole thing. Uh, we interviewed him and actually another endodontic giant, uh, Dr. Eric Herbrinson, who is also kind of huge in the, in the, well, okay, so he's created instruments. He's created a 3D, the 3D uh, tooth anatomy atlas. If you've ever seen that, that was his baby. He's a big microscope proponent. I met both of them back at the Academy Microscope Enhanced Dentistry meeting in like 2011 or something like that. It, they've been influential. I'm not an endodontist. In fact, I, I honestly don't love doing endo that much, but I can see I really love the microscope. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the microscope, and I, I try and use it as much as I can. And these two guys were monsters in that. But on top of that, like the way that uh, Cotomy used to handle himself on Dental Town, just he was just a hero, you know. And this is kind of cool because, like, you don't. I mean, I've I've gotten to meet a lot of my dental heroes, and frankly, the podcasting gig has definitely done that for me. But what was kind of cool was like, so David Clark has been on the Dental Hacks multiple times. And he and the BioClear crew clearly understand the value of podcasts, and and so he's pretty comfortable with that. He did join us for a couple minutes on that podcast, but but more than anything, he was pushing his speakers to be on the podcast with me. And multiple people that I interviewed, that I sat down and talked with, had never been on a podcast before, didn't know what a podcast was. Like literally, I showed them how to download a podcast on their phone while I was there, and it was funny because uh, these guys who are literally giants in their field, I mean clinically no one's better and frankly their their knowledge base is huge they are used to being at the front of a room when the room is full of really elite people but they were kind of freaked out about the concept of a podcast because they didn't know what it was they didn't know what to expect and here i I set up my my little recorder literally like these couches and kind of a it was it was in the resort middle of the resort you know it's kind of in front of this fireplace thing and and um i just had four sets of headphones with a microphone attached to them plugged into this recorder. And what's really cool about it, if you guys get a chance to see it at the Voices of Dentistry meeting, um, it's what I'm going to use for my mobile rig forever now because it's just too good not to. What's great is even though you can see people around you and stuff, when you're in the headphones, all you really hear is 
is the people that you're talking with. So it's kind of cool. Like it sounds like you're really louder than you really are, but the conversation is really kept within the headphones, even though everyone around you can hear. It's pretty cool. Um, unintended consequence. I didn't know that was going to be the case when I started getting those microphones, but that's clearly the way to do it. I will say that uh, Justin Moody was using these things at the Voices of Dentistry last year. If you if you saw what he was doing there, they're headsets, it's, and it's really cool. It helps keep the podcast kind of within itself, even though you're sitting out in the middle of a room with a bunch of people around you. It's very cool. So anyhow, they did not know what to expect. They didn't know anything about me. So for all they knew, I could have been really trying to trying to stick it to them or, <laughs> or give them a hard time. But I was asking softballs because these are two guys that I really look up to. And these two and, – and John had literally just spent, you know – a couple lectures over a couple days telling me things I just didn't know. So if you're interested in hearing that, that's going to come out on the dental hacks probably within the next week or two. It might be this, this coming week's podcast. I'm not sure. Um, we also got some clinicians, some international clinicians that were really cool. Like the founder of tomorrow tooth, his name is Marco. I don't want to, I don't want to mess it up, but, um, his name is Marco Maiolino in, uh, he he was on. He's Italian and he's got the greatest accent ever. And he's an amazing clinician. Like the things he can do with with direct is unreal, just absolutely unreal. And then um, there's a guy by the name of Abdul Rahman. Um, oh God, I'm not even gonna try. I'm not even gonna try. Honestly, <laughs> it's it's too hard. He's uh, he's from Egypt and he too is doing just this just amazing things with direct. Uh, composite. So it was it was super fun. We had a really good time. Okay, Abdul Rahman Ahmed Tofwick, Tofwick, and I I don't I hope that's as good as I get. But anyhow, if you've ever been on Tomorrow Tooth, you've seen both these guys post constantly. Very interesting stuff. And and what I was the reason I'm saying this is that these are people who are unfamiliar with podcasts, and their first exposure to it is literally me putting headphones on them and asking them questions. And each time. After we were done, there was a smile on their face, and it was like it was like a light had turned on. They really, really enjoyed it. Like literally, John and Eric, the two monsters of endodontics, I got to sit down with. They just they they literally had champagne, and they were just sipping champagne. And these two guys literally had worked together for years and years, so it was kind of like I got to sit in on a conversation with two two basically a mentor and mentee. And they even said they said you know who was mentoring who always kind of switched around, but it was really, it was really cool. And there's such a huge power to this medium. And I'm beginning to realize if you guys listen to what I put out from um, DS world in Vegas, um, there's a power to the live face to face interview for the podcast. I'm beginning to realize that this is a super powerful medium and I really enjoy it. I mean, first off, it, it's easy to make tons of content really quickly. And like, there's a little bit of magic sitting next to the person that you're interviewing and actually, you know, seeing their facial expressions and stuff like that. So I'm really enjoying it. I'm not sure exactly where that's going to go. Cause the, the converse of this is that, um, so that I plane travel, I, you know, basically two different plane trips in one month, essentially for me. Uh, I went out to Las Vegas for the uh, Dense Pleistorona world, and then I went to Scottsdale for this uh, BioClear meeting. And I have to tell you, you know, for, that's I'm in Michigan, so flying out west, you know, these are long. Pl- well, I don't know. Relatively, I guess they're not that long, depending on uh, depending on where you're coming from. But they're plenty long for me, four hour plane flights and stuff. I'm terrible at at this kind of travel. I really am. I, I'm I do fine with it, but it throws me off, and I never sleep well, and and uh, and I'm I. I continue to like, I'm the guy who wants to get to the airport three hours early because if they say you should be there two, then three is probably better kind of thing. 
I'm very, and nothing ever really bad has happened to me. Like I've missed a flight or anything like that, but I just get more paranoid the older I get with it. So I, I clearly am a homebody. Like I clearly, I sort of have aspirations to be a traveler, but since I have little kids and, and I don't know, I just, I, I like being home. I really enjoyed the, both these meetings, but I, I just, I, boy, I flipped a switch after about a day and a half where I was ready to be home, you know, and maybe it's just because I wasn't sleeping very well and I'm off, off kilter from the time zone. I wasn't, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but great, both great trips. I got great podcasting content, had a really good time being with people who I consider friends and, and mentors and colleagues. It was, it was great. It was good fun. Um, and I got to say that, uh, it's worth doing, but for you guys who are like just constant travel taking ce all over the country i don't know how you do it i just don't know how you do it it's, it's hard on a person's body you know what i'm saying so i just that was my experience this weekend um oh i got i do have to talk about this so so it's cool i got to scottsdale both flights crazy right like i on thursday i got up at like three o'clock in the morning michigan time to drive down to detroit metro airport i wanted to take a direct flight because there's less chance i mean it's less expensive, but it's also nice because you only get on one plane. It's there's something to that, although the the two two and a half hour drive is a little bit of a drag. But so I got up super early to do that, and um, so I got down to Detroit and flew out to to Arizona. And so like I hit the ground at about nine thirty Arizona time, even though I'd been awake for half a day. I got a rental car, and the first thing I did is I had arranged to speak with uh, a guy over at the Spear Center, which is in Scottsdale. And uh, so I had a chance to stop in. He gave me a tour of the Spear Center. And I have to tell you that that place is nothing short of amazing. He, Of course, the first thing he did was took me into the into the uh, auditorium, which which is like literally it's like it's like the center of the dental universe or something. It's, got, it's this huge, beautiful auditorium with like gigantic screens and speakers. And it, it literally is, it's just like it's amazing. And they, no one was speaking in this in this place. Uh, at the most, so I got a chance to really see it, and then I just got to see the facility. They have like a giant, uh, you know, cafeteria for people when they're coming to take courses there. I ran into some friends that that are are big at the Sarek Doctors. I ran into Samir Puri, uh, ran into um, Mark Fleming from both these guys I've known from Dentaltown for a thousand years, and I think I threw Ben off a little bit. The guy who was giving me the tour because like. He was worried we were going to be annoying the big guys there, but they came out to shake hands. It was very nice to see them. I saw Mike Scramstad there. He was actually lecturing. I, I kind of peeked in and, and happened to see him lecturing there, but just some really nice people that I know there, and that, pla- that, that place is crazy. It's, it's huge. I had no idea how huge of an operation it is. They have hundreds of employees over there doing all the support for the, the new software and the study clubs and all that stuff. It was, it was really cool, but more importantly... Uh, for the Voices of Dentistry, since it's in Scottsdale, and Spear Center's in Scottsdale, we're going to try and get some people from the Spear faculty over to be interview subjects. So we're not going to have them as speakers for the for the Voices of Dentistry. But what's so cool is I got to see the space that the Voices of Dentistry is going to be in, and it is amazing. It's huge. If you were if you were in Tennessee last year, uh, our space was nice, but it was nothing. It 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 did the job for us, but it was not fancy or anything like that. This resort is insane. It's it's super nice, super posh. The weather's going to be amazing because it's freaking Scottsdale. It's going to be 70-some degrees the whole time we're there. It's perfect for families. Two huge pools, all kinds of stuff to do right within the resort. But then you're like, 
walking distance to downtown Scottsdale, which in January apparently is just super hopping. I mean, like it's a, this time in Scottsdale is like the hottest time for for tourism, and we've negotiated an insanely good deal at this hotel. But meanwhile, the the resort itself is so nice, like tons of nice restaurants. Um, the space is humongous, huge high ceilings. We're going to have a gigantic room that's going to house both both exhibitors and podcasters. Uh, and then we'll have next to it, we're going to have like the main stage. It's going to be so great. I'm so glad I got to see the space. Makes me that much more excited about it. So if you haven't signed up for the Voices of Dentistry yet, it is time. Voicesofdentistry.com. It is January 26th and 27th in Scottsdale at the Doubletree Resort. So cool. The place is amazing. Uh, and if you use VOD200, coupon code VOD200, you will get $200 off the already ridiculously low price uh, of like $897. You're going to save 200 bucks there. So it's stupid cheap. It's 16 CEs, 16 credit hours. Plus you get to see all kinds. You can even participate in all kinds of podcasts being made on site. It is going to be It's going to be the coolest meeting ever in a, in a really nice place. This place is really nice. So you really need to get over there. Voicesofdentistry.com. Now, our meeting planner was telling me this, and, and I have to tell you that uh, I don't like scare tactics, but here's the deal. Our room block is selling out quickly. We are probably going to sell the room block out. So if you don't jump on the room block soon, you probably won't be able to stay on site. And that would be a huge regret as far as I'm concerned. Um, it is The resort is really cool, but even better to be right there on site where all the action is. It's got to be the thing. Here's the thing. If it sells out like late November, she probably won't be able to get more rooms in the block. If it sells out in late October, she'll probably be able to get some more rooms because it's going to fill up and then there won't be anything. So it's one of these things where get your room now. Sign up. Get your room now. If you're even thinking about it, if it's a cheap meeting and a lot of good CE at an amazing place. It's January and it's Scottsdale. It's in the desert. It's going to be warm and nice and sunny. You can sit by the pool. And here's the other thing I'm going to tell you. Uh, bring your family. It isn't Disneyland, but it's pretty darn close. I have to tell you, the weather is going to be great, but this resort is super nice. My whole thought was, oh, my gosh, my boys would love this. Every place I walked in this place, there's there's just lots to see and do. There's tons. I mean, there's hiking. There's If you got a rental car, you literally could, I mean, you could spend days and days there. Just There's incredible shopping. There's, there's like, a, a kid's museum. There's uh, downtown, like I said, Scottsdale is very cool. So I'm just, I know I'm selling it hard, but here's the deal. I don't want people to to turn around and not get a room at the at the resort if they decide to do it last minute. So you just jump in now. Voicesofdentistry.com. You're going to see all your favorite podcasters there. Some really amazing speakers. One that I can tell you for sure uh, that's going to be there that you're not going to have a chance to hear in many places is Jameson Spencer. And the cool thing is he's going to speak, but my also thought process is he's going to be interviewed by everyone who can get a piece of him because he's such a great interview. We, he was on the Dental Hacks some months back. You need to go back and check. He was one of the best interviews we've ever done. Great interview. Great guy. Um, he's a big get. I figure he's he's a really big get. But we've got Dr. Mark Costas with the Dentalpreneur podcast. We've got Justin Moody and the Worms. We've got, we got all kinds of good stuff. Plus, there's going to be podcasters that aren't even presenting. It's going to be great. I've, I know I've been ranting about it for minutes now. But it really is going to be that good of a meeting. Uh, we're setting up to have lots of good people to be interviewed there. So there you have it. So part two of this rant is something that I've been working on for a little while. Um, I struggle to do the kind of chart notes that I want to do. 
I wonder if you know what I'm talking about. In other words, everyone kind of knows what their ideal would be, but life gets in the way sometimes and you, and you skimp on your chart notes, whether it's you have your team do it for you or you do it and you do it kind of half-assed or you leave it to the end of the week and you don't remember stuff or whatever. Um, in my mind, there's a way that I want to do chart notes, but I want, I've been trying hard to find a shortcut to get that result without having to put the work in. Why I, I use Dentrix. Uh, software have been using Dentrix since 1998 and I know it's not the best software out there if I had it to do over again there's about three of them I'd probably look into but uh, over Dentrix maybe but one of the things you'll notice <laughs> if you own a practice sometimes it's great that you paid the $10,000 for the software 100 years ago and you've just updated it you're kind of invested in it because then you, then you don't have to try something new you don't have to train on something new you, you kind of know it it's probably a weakness to some extent, but that's kind of where we are. And I know that Dentrix has a pretty robust uh, chart note generator. You can do, you know, there's a lot of different, you can customize it quite a bit. And actually our hygiene creates really good chart notes with Dentrix using kind of the customizable um, click the box and, and, and drop down menus, that sort of thing. And I have, I have played with that some, but what I found is that I, I'm not very, consistent with it. I don't jump in. And then what happens is I'll, I'll find, I don't like, I don't like how it did it. So I'll, I'll more fart around with, with the actual chart note in the back, like the, the backside of it, trying to make it better and easier to click and all that stuff. And so I, I just found myself not using it. Um, which is, you know, it's too bad too, because it, it really does have a pretty, pretty robust way of doing it. But so what I did instead, I found this piece of software and I talked about it on the dental hacks some months ago. Uh, software is called Text Expander, and it is. Um, it used to be that it was a Mac only program, but now it's it's actually it's kind of cross platform. You can use it on Windows, you can use it in. Um, you buy it, and I'm going to check out the pricing here. Um, you buy it, you can buy it, and it's a monthly thing. Although I think I I think I bought it annually, and um, I have basically. Let me see. There's a life hacker and a team version where it's uh, $3.33 a month billed annually or $7.96 per user per month billed annually for team. I think I must have just the life hacker one. So it's not very much. It's, you know, basically $3.33 a month, you know, billed annually times 12. We're talking 40 bucks or something for a year's use of this. And why, why do you want to have something that's a subscription like that, you might ask? Well, What's really cool about it is it, okay, so here's how it works. You create what they call snippets, and each snippet is just basically um, a piece of text or a piece of, a piece of some kind of, in my sense, a chart note, but basically a note. I also use it as a, uh, sometimes as like an auto, uh, autoresponder for email and that sort of thing, where you have a snippet, and then there's a little trigger word that you create. For instance, uh, if I'm doing uh, if I'm doing buccal infiltration anesthesia, I just I I uh, just type in B U I N F like buccal infiltration B U I N F and it generates this note and then it allows me to choose uh, what anesthesia I'm using and what how many carpules and you know that sort of thing and then it just generates like a three sentence dealio that says you know uh, it's it's really cool it's really cool it generates it with very few keystrokes. It's not a checkmark thing like it is in Dentrix, but what's cool about it is you can do it 
uh, uh, any place that you can click your your cursor in a computer, you can make this note. So basically, any software that allows you to type a note in there, you can use this thing for. It it kind of runs. It's a separate application that's running in the background, and so it just it just senses what you're doing and and automatically fills this thing in. But maybe the coolest thing about it is is that like you can. <laughs> I'm just going to open it up here because I don't even know how to describe it other than it really is very flexible. It allows you to, what happens is in dentistry, we do a lot of, particularly for procedure notes, we do a lot of the same thing over and over again, right? So you don't, you shouldn't need to generate a brand new note every time, but yet we have enough variables that we have to be able to put in, whether it's a tooth number, uh, you know, restoration material, you know, Emacs versus zirconia, uh, you know, preparation style, you know, composite type, all that stuff. It's very similar from procedure to procedure, but sometimes there's variations that make it a little, little hard to have a, a note that's that's. So what happens is this text expander allows you to customize parts of it, whether it's a drop down box, or or a or a check box or something like that, where it generates the note. And once you generate, you can see the note as it's generating, but it does most of the heavy lifting because you've put in the note in advance. You've you've put in a way that you want to do it. It's, what's really cool is you design it yourself. Essentially, it's a custom. If you were into computers at all, they call it a macro, where basically it kind of runs this thing in the background. You trigger it with whatever your your trigger word is, and then it it makes this custom thing. Well, one of the things that I really like about it is I wanted to be able to use it on whatever computer I was on, so that's cool. So like I can use it on my Mac computer, my my I have a couple Macs, my laptop if I want to, but also you can use it on Windows so I can put it directly into Dentrix if I want to. The other cool thing is that I can actually generate these notes using the software. You can have this software on multiple computers that you're on. Like you it'll trigger a Windows computer, a Mac computer, and when you pay pay this subscription, you know, what I said, 40 bucks a, a year or something like that. You can have it on a bunch of different computers. So you can have it on all your computers at the office if you want to. Um, you trigger it with keystrokes, but it really it really generates a, a really detailed note really quickly if that's what you want to do. I uh, I'm I'm happy with it, although I have to say I'm still getting used to it. It's the features. There's so many features on the thing, like I kind of don't even know exactly which what. Like I'm still getting used to it. For instance, at first I had like my anesthesia. I would trigger my anesthesia stuff separately, but then I'm like, well, you know what? It might be better if I could trigger kind of a longer macro per procedure. So like if I'm doing a crown preparation, it'd be nice to just trigger the crown prep and have it have it kind of uh, prompt me for all the different information that it needs for this particular thing to make it happen. Now the other thing is is that you could easily teach your team to do this same thing and, and they, could, they could do it for you. Right now I'm still kind of learning how to use it. So before I hand that off to my team, the nice thing is is this could take, I mean, Right, I won't lie to you. We we keep a paper chart and electronic chart. I know that's super lazy, and I'm 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 not I, fifty lashes with a wet noodle. I know, but but we're kind of stuck in the old days with the paper chart a little bit. And there's there's no way that, there's no reason we couldn't go to a paperless in my office for sure. Just been kind of lazy about it. I'm hoping this might maybe push me to the point because I I would love to just have all of it all of it right in front of you on that. We we're really good about scanning documents into their document center. We're great about all that stuff. So we're almost there. Just a matter of my charting. My chart notes have been sort of lazy this way, so I'm hoping this makes a difference. So I'm going to give you the name again. It's called Text Expander. I'm looking at it right now, and it's TextExpander.com. No, no spaces or anything like that. 
Um, and I'm going to tell you, I think they let you demo it too. And there's definitely some YouTube videos. I'll put some links up on the show notes. Real happy with that. Really happy with that. It's very cool. Um, so I'm, I'm enjoying using that. And I, I'm hoping maybe in the next month or two, I can actually give you an update that I'm using it consistently. And I've really got it. And here's the thing. If you guys, if you guys, um, buy it or try it or whatever, we could actually like go to the Alamage Experience Facebook page and kind of share share tips and stuff. I think that we could we could literally kind of come up with like the best way to put chart notes in just by using all of our brains together. So if, if anyone's interested in that, I don't have a coupon code for you or anything like that, but it's it's not a real expensive thing. And it it's kind of cool. I, I haven't described it it's tough to describe it just with audio. I, I'll I'll put a couple of videos in that show how it works. And then maybe we can kind of put our brains together and come up with a really good good way to do chart notes quickly. I'm convinced the features of this little piece of software could probably fix all of my woes. One of the really cool things is, is like you can trigger this. Okay, so even though I'll be on my, my laptop at home, I'll use my little go to, go to my PC or whatever where I, I remote into my office. And you can still, because the piece of software runs actually on each computer, so you can still trigger it from home. So I'm thinking to myself, for the chart notes that I don't get done during the day, I could do it in the evening if I wanted to, or at the end of the week or whatever. And I get, but I could still get the same result. Like I don't, it wouldn't be something where I have to go into the office to do it because the software is the same kind of no matter where you're using it, as long as it's on the computer that you're remoting into. So I, I just feel like there, there's a lot of potential for this thing. I'd love to hear your feedback on it. I'd love to see if you think it, it has any potential for you. And I know I talked about this on the dental hacks a while back, but I've sort of done a little deeper dive on it uh, since then. So Go check that out, textexpander.com. And then last thing I'm going to talk about is, um, okay, so when Jonathan Van Horn was on, I grilled him about how he stays organized. He's an accountant, and he actually really gave me some good ideas about being organized. And I aspire to be organized. I really do. I, I aspire, but I'm terrible about it. So I've, I've improved. I've gotten some really good good things going. But I'm not there yet. I got a ways to go yet. So I was kicking around a couple different pieces of, of uh, software or, or, or tips to stay organized. And, and I literally, okay, so there was Google Keep. I'll put these links up on the show notes to Google Keep and Evernote were kind of the two. A lot of people gave a lot of suggestions for their favorite ways. And I had paid the, the, the yearly fee for Evernote some time back, and then I kind of stopped using it. And what I realized with Evernote, it's it's not perfect, but it, it's kind of more perfect than probably the rest of them. And I think it matters how you set up your folders is the thing. Like if you set your folders up in such a way that you, you can kind of just, I don't know, the, I, the Google Keep way of setting up folders is better because you can you can kind of do endless folders within folders. And Evernote doesn't let you do that. It only lets you like stack one folder deep, which is a little frustrating, but but... What I'm finding is that the, they're tagging, which is to say you can put a tag on every note or you can put multiple tags on it. So then you search by tag instead of searching in your folder and stuff comes up really quickly. Um, I'm having decent luck with that. But one of the things that I like the most about Evernote is that it's got, I have an Android phone and it's got a little widget where you literally can push just the, it's got a little teeny toolbar that I just push. You can push the note or you can push the camera button where it takes a picture and it automatically uploads that to your Evernote. Or the best is the is the, the little microphone. So you literally can leave yourself an audio note in all everything. It's like the coolest thing because my problem is when I have ideas, I don't want to lose them. 
And so I, I lose a lot of productive time trying to remember the ideas that I had in the car on, or when I was walking or I was in the shower or something dumb like that. And I'm sort of famous for that. And so what this does is literally, I guess it doesn't work in the shower because I don't have my phone in the shower. So I will admit that. But pretty much everywhere else, you can put this little button, this, this audio button, and it just records your thought. You just talk into the thing. And the best thing is no matter what note you're, you're doing, when it's a new note, it goes into the, the default folder. I call, it the, I call it mine the bucket because everything goes in the bucket. Then you can go back into the bucket later and sort through stuff and tag it and, and put it where it needs to go. But at least you know that the ideas you're having that you don't want to forget, you haven't, you've put them somewhere. There was a guy by the name of Merlin Mann who, is, who had a, a website, I think it's called 43 Folders, and he doesn't do it anymore, but it was, like I said, in, in the aughts, in the early 2000s, it was a pretty cool, it was, a, it was sort of a, it was a blog that he wrote that was all about um, staying organized and, and, and uh, productivity. He was, oh, he was a productivity hacker. You know, he just, everything was like that. So it looks like 2011 was the last, the last uh, uh, note he wrote there. But he, he talked about a concept that I really, that really rang true with me, although I never until now have come up with a way to do it. He called it ubiquitous capture, which basically means whenever you have an idea that you might want to hang on to, you have to make sure that you can, you can put it somewhere quickly and easily. And I think that's a getting things done uh, concept, like getting things done, the book. Uh, I'll put that up there too. That's that's like the the ultimate productivity book, and maybe I'll do a little deep dive on that for an episode sometime. I need to read that again and see what I can glean out of that. I am I am. It's so funny. I'm talking about this like I'm good at being organized. I'm not. I'm terrible. I'm horrible at being organized, but I'm trying. <laughs> that's the only difference. I'm I'm getting a little bit better, and this is this is literally the like like Jonathan talks about having a to do list that he works on throughout the day where he's knocking tasks off and anything that doesn't get knocked off that day makes it. To, and he literally, before he goes to bed at night, the to-do list for tomorrow morning is already ready to go. I'm not there yet. It's a great idea. And I just have been kind of lazy about it. So I'm getting better, but I would be, I would love to hear your productivity tips too. That's another thing we could do at the Alameda experience. We could all share our productivity tips. If you have any, here's one for you that gets me every time. Okay. So since we started the podcast, uh, since we started the dental hacks and even more so with the Alameda experience, um, there's a lot of different places where where we have a presence, and I get messages from all these different places. Uh, get a lot of emails, a lot of emails, and then with the voice of dentistry, we get lots of emails. And, and keeping up with, and then plus, since I've had multiple email addresses forever, I get tons of junk email too. And so my email inbox, I I actually use Google Inbox, which is sort of like the modified Gmail account thing, and that's fine because it seems to sort through stuff pretty well. But I am whatever whatever inbox zero is. I'm the exact opposite. I don't throw anything out. I don't archive. I'm not good about that. And, and I can see where the value would be <laughs> with really being on top of your email. And I lose stuff. I lose important stuff. And and Gmail is great because it's searchable. But the problem is, is like it would be much easier for me if I could keep that stuff top of mind. And so here's the thing: Evernote seems to be the way that I'm trying to keep stuff top of mind. But I don't know how to take Gmail stuff. Like if I could see it immediately from Gmail or even better, sometimes from Facebook Messenger and make that something I could I could keep track of in Evernote, that would be great because then at least all the important stuff gets put in one place because I got all these different email accounts. I've got all this. And so I'm struggling with that. So maybe I'm going to have to do some Googling. Now, if there's any of you wonderful listeners out there that are using this, and uh, I know Dr. Russell Kirk has played with just about all these 
I've, we've talked about getting together and talking about some of these productivity hacks, and, and I, I haven't done that with him yet. But I'm just curious if you guys have any suggestions for me. In other words, what are you doing to make sure you don't miss the important emails? What are you doing to make sure that the ideas that you have that you want to re, re look at it another time when it's you have the idea but it's not a good time to dig into it? What do you do with that? Like, How do you keep yourself organized, and how do you keep yourself on task with the important stuff? Still struggling with that. And uh, I'm willing to to say that. So I think I'm going to cut it short a little bit for this episode. I uh, I got up at 2 o'clock in the morning this morning uh, to drop my rental car off in Arizona. So I'm a little tired. I'm a little slap happy. It's it's only uh, it's only like 6 o'clock in Michigan, p.m. in Michigan right now. But I haven't seen my family yet uh, since I got home. And uh, I've been up for way too long. So I think I'm going to cut it cut it short here. But, uh, man, I appreciate you guys listening. If you have any questions or comments about the show, if you have any suggestions for things I could talk about, whether it's certain guests that you want to see or hear or certain stuff like productivity stuff you want me to talk about, I will start working on my my text expander stuff. And if anyone gets into it, let's talk about it on the Alameda Experience. And I can start doing some um, some screen captures of me playing around with it to show you how I use it. So be happy to do that. I think there's something there. I just got to have a little more time, and maybe if we put more brains together on it, it'd be kind of fun. So questions or comments, email me at alan, A-L-A-N, at the Alan Meat Experience. I would love it if you haven't gone to uh, the podcast app or Apple Podcasts or iTunes and left a review. I would love it if you would. We haven't really had a review for more than a month, and uh, I, I can't seem to get up on, uh, like, the Dental Hacks is always sitting kind of, high in the iTunes numbers. The Alameda Experience, I know we have good downloads, but I just don't quite know why I'm not getting in there. So it certainly would not hurt to have more uh, more reviews. Hey, listen, there's a bunch of people I owe T-shirts to also. But here's the deal. I have a good excuse on this one. We are designing a very cool Alameda Experience T-shirt. When that is available, I will let you know, and then I'm going to get it out to you guys because it's pretty cool. I'm also hoping to maybe do a coffee mug because I'm very proud of my logo for this show. I think it's a very cool logo, and uh, we have sort of this little little tiny tribe within a tribe of the Alameda experience. So I would love to share that with you guys. And uh, again, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we will catch you later this week.